You're listening to the Audacious Church Podcast. This message was recorded live at our Chester campus. We know this is a great investment into your life. So tune in, listen up and stay focused. For any more information, visit us online, audaciouschurch.com. Amazing. Brilliant. Oh, it's good to be in Chester, in the back in Chester. So good. Uh, everyone was asking me what the drive like is over, and I'm always saying the same. Me in the open road, no husband, no kids. Love them, but a little bit of time is always good, isn't it? Uh, just to say, I'm not happy about the whole sun cream thing, okay? So someone, please adopt this woman. I need a mom here to say, put on, okay, Julie, you are now sun cream police, okay? Put your sun cream on. It's good. It's good for your good health. Brilliant. Well, we are in week two of our rest series, okay? So last week, Pastor Lee kicked off with rest, and then he's gone and done that because him and Lisandri have gone on a plane to Portugal. So they're putting into practice what he preaches. You all, that's good, isn't it? It's good to know that the pastor of the house is putting into practice what he preaches. But last week, uh, he was talking about rest. God commands rest. God commands rest. God rested. And so you were looking at that. Uh, I think the title was Restology, from what I remember. Mixture of rest and theology. That's clever, isn't it? I'm a bit more basic this week. I'll leave that to the clever ones. But we're going to unpack this a little bit more uh, today. So week two of our rest series. Now, I don't know if in your house you have a a common question or statement that kind of gets battered around between lots of different people in our house. The one question that is asked, I reckon, probably most days by multiple people is this. Can I have just one more? Just one more biscuit. Just one more sweet. Just one more episode. Just one more kick. Just one more FIFA game. Just one more kind of question I've got to ask right before bedtime. Just one more. Just one more. Just one more. Can I have just one more? As a parent, um, of, you know, I've got a teenager, preteen, and an eight-year-old. And they've got these new things, haven't they? I don't know if it, how new it is, but it's, you know, it's a good thing for me. It's like the whole parent control on devices. Any parents in the place love the parental control thing on devices. They're really good. But the thing is, is that you know, you'll sit down for your evening and kind of like every now and then, one by one, it pings up on my phone. Can I have just one more minute? Because on their devices, they can ask for just one more. Request just one more. And I'm like, you know, I'm sat there and some, one of them will ping me and ask for just one more on this app. And then someone, Mark's like, have you given them one more minute? I've already given them one more. And it's like kind of like going, the whole evening takes over because of all the kind of, you know, and I'm like, gosh, parental controls. It's like just a full-time job managing the, the just one more. I'm like, remove it. Because I've given you an allotted time. And is that not enough? But how many of us are just always in that place where whatever we have just doesn't feel quite enough? Come on. Just one more minute on the snooze button in the morning. Put your hand up if you did that this morning, even for church. Come on. (laughs) The whole of the front row. (laughs) Okay. But we wanted just one more. Just one more day holiday. Because however many days you've booked, you just needed just the one more. Just a little bit more time. Just a little bit more money. Just a little bit more freedom. More relationships. More possessions. More titles. And the thing is, it's the same when it comes to rest. We never feel 
like we have just enough rest. I have never been in a conversation, I don't think, to my date. There, someone has said to me, Emily, oh, just, just too much rest. I've just had so much rest. I can't contain all the rest that I'm having. I can't contain how rested I feel. The truth is everyone is wanting more rest. Everyone is wanting to feel more rested. And so we try to do different things, don't we? We, um, you know, we have a, try and have a bit more sleep. We do the whole thing about people say, you know, input in, input out. I don't know, the whole thing about exercise. You know, put, do exercise, and that's going to give you more energy, more, you're going to feel more rested. So we do that. We change our diet. We go on holidays. We do all these things. And I want to say that all of that is super important. And we're going to look at that next week, okay? But these things alone do not satisfy the deep need and the deep uh, desire that we have for rest. So then we go on and we think, okay, um, it, I just need to make it to the holiday. I just need to make it to the end of term. And then parents are like, I just need to make it till they go back to school. <laughs> I just need to make it till I finish this job, till my role changes. I just need to make it till the kids go to bed at seven o'clock at night. That is not a thing for us anymore. <laughs> um, you know, because they go to bed a lot later. Mark's still like, do they not go to bed at seven o'clock anymore? I'm like, no, babe, that was a few years ago. You know, they're getting older now. We can't put, you know. <laughs> Anyway, we just need to get, you know, to make it to when we move house or when we finish the house uh, renovations. Fill in the blanks to whatever it is. But we live in this survival mode where we're kind of holding up for the next thing that's going to give us this rest. We're searching for this thing. We think, just here, this is going to give us rest. Or just over here, when this happens, when this changes, when this shifts, then I'll feel really rested. The problem is, church, is that we see rest as a destination or an event. And I want to say today that uh, rest isn't found in a thing. It isn't found in a program. It's not a destination. It's not an event. But ultimate rest, the rest that really satisfies, can only be found in a person. And that is in Jesus. In Jesus. The title of the message this morning is Jesus is rest. Jesus is our ultimate rest. In Matthew 12, verse 8, it says, For the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. In other words, Jesus is saying that I am the fulfillment of the Sabbath. We talk, learned about that last week, the Sabbath, having a Sabbath. But Jesus came and he says, I fulfilled that. I am the rest that you've been looking for. I am the ultimate rest. Matthew 11, verse 28 says this, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my, yoke upon, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. See, the God-designed rest that you need isn't going to be found in a thing or a program or an event or a destination. The rest for your soul is going to be found in Him, in Jesus Himself. I will give you rest. And I want to say that there is a soul rest for you today. That when you rest in Jesus, that he is enough. That he is what you need for your soul to be rested. Even in the busyness of life, even when we're walking through a challenge, even when we're going through everything we're going through, Jesus Christ, Jesus is your ultimate rest. And I'm going to highlight a few uh, places here. Because even when we look through all the accounts of Jesus, even Jesus rested. He took time out. He rested. And I want to highlight three areas where Jesus rested, which means we too can have rest in these places. So the first place is this. Jesus is rest 
in your busy. He's resting your busy. In Matthew 8 here, there's an account here, and it says, then, this is talking about Jesus and the disciples, then he got into the boat and his disciples followed him. Suddenly a furious storm came up on the lake so that the waves swept over the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him saying, Lord, save us, we're going to drown. See, Jesus, he had a busy schedule, okay? He was busy doing ministry. He was healing. He was going from place to place, people to go, people to see, things to do. And he was getting in a boat with the disciples, having done loads of stuff, going from one busy thing to another. And on his way, like if life isn't busy enough, then they're thrown in a storm. Anyone feel like that? Like as if life cannot get crazy enough. And then you get a curveball of a storm. But in the middle of this storm, in the middle of the busy, we don't find Jesus panicking. We don't find him freaking out. We don't find him frantically trying to fix things over here, trying to sort out solutions and trying to fix things over there. No, he's fast asleep. Like absolutely KO'd fast asleep, okay? Not like, you know when you're on a journey, and um, my nan always used to say, I'm just resting my eyes. You know when your eyes are shut, but you can hear every conversation that's happening in the car. Parents don't think you can, but you can. You can feel every bump and swerve. and You know, so you're not really, you're just kind of having a rest. I'm not talking about that rest. Jesus was not that resting. I'm talking about teenager, Monday morning, time to get up for school, raising the dead, kind of asleep. It says he's fast asleep. The disciples had to wake him. Like there was a storm. Waves, loud, crashing, you know, boat doing this, there's a storm. But he is fast asleep. He is busy resting. I want to say, church, our goal is not to remove busy, but it's how to find rest in the busy. Because the thing is, is this, is that we can't remove purpose. We can't remove our assignment. We can't remove being parents or being role models. We can't remove the things that God has given us to do because they're important. Most of our to-do lists, it's not, you know, we're not just there writing to-do lists for the sake of it. It's because they've got a purpose and they've got an assignment and there's a reason behind them and we've got to do them. Jesus came for a reason. He had a to-do list. He had an assignment to do. We can't just remove the busy, but we've got to be able to find rest in the busy. I want to say that Jesus has an internal rest in the middle of your busy, in the middle of your storm, when it kind of comes from left field and you're thinking, I can't take any more. I'm already busy enough. And then there it is. A little storm comes crashing into your world. I want to say, even in that, you can find rest in that. The other week, uh, well, it was a few weeks ago now, we'd been on a family holiday, had a great time. It was great. You know, it it was, it was a brilliant time. But I got back and kind of, you know when you go away and you kind of leave all your plates spinning, they're kind of spinning, and you get back off holiday and it's like, I have a million more plates and they're spinning really, really fast because you've had a few weeks off. I kind of had that feeling. And the kids, they didn't want to go back to school because, you know, no one really wants to go back to school when you've had time off. And to be honest, um, the week that I went into was really busy. And then I just landed and seven days later, I got back on a plane to fly to our Geneva campus because I was speaking there on the Sunday morning. And I've got to be honest, I sat on that plane and I felt totally overwhelmed. Just overwhelmed by my schedule, the busyness of what I needed to do, thinking, I don't think I could do this. I haven't, you know, I haven't got enough. And in that moment, I just felt, I kind of got my little, um, what are those things called? Ear things. Headphones. Yeah, that's it. Put my headphones in and put some worship music on. And just for a moment, 
I just felt the peace of God just descend in my plane, in whatever seat number I was in. I don't know whatever was going on around me. And I just had this moment where God just met me in the middle of my busy. Did something on the inside. My internal storm that was speaking to me really way too loudly, saying, you can't do it. You've not got enough in you. This isn't going to work. How are you going to manage this? And, uh, and for a moment, the peace of God just transcended all understanding. The peace of God came into my storm and just come, came and did something that meant that although my, my schedule didn't change, I had to land in Geneva, I had to get off the plane and go and do a leaders meeting, go and do the Sunday morning. I still have to do all that. It's like nothing changed, but everything inside changed because I allowed the peace of God. I allowed myself to rest in Jesus. And I want you to know that the, in this account, the boat didn't stop. The boat didn't turn around. You see, Jesus doesn't want us to stop purpose. He doesn't want us to take a decoy and doesn't want us to defer course, take course. He needed to get to the other side for the people that needed to have him. And he needs you not to stop in the middle of purpose, not to stop in the middle of your assignment, but he does need you to stop and allow the peace of God to transcend in the middle of your busy. There's only... In Jesus can you find that peace. There's only resting in Him. No amount of sleep that I could have, no amount of trying to fix my schedule and everything is going to fix this. The only thing that's going to do that is the peace of Jesus. Resting in Him. And I say sometimes your seasons don't change for weeks, maybe months. But I want to say something can change in you. You can allow Jesus to come and rest. You rest in his peace. Jesus is rest in your busy. His peace is enough for what you need. The second thing is this. Jesus is rest from your busy. In the account here, we've got Mark 6.31. It says, then Jesus said, let's go off by ourselves to a quiet place and rest a while. He said this because there were so many people coming and going that Jesus and his apostles didn't even have time to eat. I would not have been happy. And then in Mark 6, 46, it says, After telling everyone goodbye, he went up into the hills to him, by himself to pray. Jesus understood busy. Like even in this chapter, he had been preaching, teaching, commissioning his 12 disciples. He'd been healing the sick, feeding the 5,000. He was a guy who was in high demand. Anyone know what it feels like to be in a person of high demand? And that's just, you know, husbands, kids, your different roles, your work colleagues, your uh, boss, everyone kind of demanding things from you. You know, we've got bills to pay, houses to clean, kids to feed, parents to look after, holiday plans, roles to fulfill, to-do lists to complete. The list goes on. And for many of us today, maybe you are getting to, you're in a place now where you've had a busy week, maybe a busy month, maybe a busy year. And I want to say that just like Jesus, we need to rest from our busy. We need to take time out to rest from our busy. See, Jesus, he creates moments with his father for, for him to come and do a bit of heart surgery, a bit of refueling, a bit of um, refilling of the tank, a bit of realigning with what his father said, giving, getting his father's perspective, his father's ways. We've got to create moments where we can rest with our father. See, the solution isn't to have permanent withdrawal, but a temporary pause. Again, not to put our purpose on hold, our assignments on hold, but to have a temporary pause where we allow God the Father to come and refill, to restore, to renew, to refresh our souls. 
I reckon for so many of us, we run on empty for way too long. Let me tell you what running on empty looks like. It looks like losing our patience. Sometimes with our husbands, sometimes with our kids, sometimes with just anyone that's in a few feet of us, losing our patience. It looks like losing the joy and motivation for life. It looks like becoming irritable at every little thing. It looks like becoming really easily offended about everything. It looks like our spiritual life is mundane and humdrum and it's dry. And we get to a place where we want to permanently withdraw. We want to be by ourselves. We want to be isolated. And we end up with no hope for a future. And it's all because we've not taken time out to rest from our busy, to get refueled, to get refired, to get re-energized. And I know for me, so many times, I've kind of missed the pit stop opportunities. And sometimes it's like, oh God, I think I should have stopped about three months ago to just rest and refuel. But I've gone on, on like, you know, fumes, you know, like the petrol prices are so high. It's like, let's get every little bit of petrol we can out of this. But we run our lives like that. And then we wonder why our relationships are breaking down. We're irritable. We're offended easily. We have no joy, no hope. We can't see our future. And it's because we didn't take a moment to rest from our busy. There's times when I've just taken this psalm, Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. And verse 2, it says, he makes me lie down in green pastures. There's sometimes where God has made me. Come on. You've been running on empty for too long. You need to come. Lie down in green pastures. And verse 3, it says, He leaves me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. There is nothing, there is no one that can refresh your soul like Jesus can. There is nothing that can come and bring healing or redemption that can come and lift you and refuel you like Jesus can. We have to take time to let Him restore us. Jesus is rest from your busy. He's, he restores like nothing else can. Last thing is this, is that Jesus is rest towards your busy. So in Luke 6, it says, One of those days, Jesus went out to a mountainside to pray and spent the whole night praying to God. When morning came, he called his disciples to him and chose 12 of them, whom he had also designated apostles. See here, Jesus is about to um, anoint and appoint his 12 disciples. And he knows that from this moment, everything's going to happen. All the assignment that Jesus is on the planet to do is going to kind of come out of this moment. There's going to be healing. There's going to be miracles. There's going to be feeding the 5,000. All the things. It's basically in front of him is everything that he's about to do. It's a busy schedule. It's purpose, it's assignments, everything that he's on the planet to do, he's about to do that. But before he does that, he takes time out to be with his father. He rests towards his busy. See, before any adventure, before any big things that take place, there always has to be preparation. Uh, when we go on holiday, you know, like the other week, we were on a holiday, um, husbands and kids, they go, we're going on holiday. Let's go on holiday. And they arrive at the airport. 
Meanwhile, somebody, I don't know, somebody else in the household has been planning for months, been preparing for months all the different things. The clothes, the swimmers, the towels, the sun cream, Sarah, very important. Medical supplies, food, more food. These days, football equipment, football boots, football shin pads, little things, balls, everything, the pumps, devices, all the different devices that then need all the different cables that you have and the adapters, boarding passes, money, directions, instructions to accommodation so that you don't fall out with your husband because who knows how to get to these places. All these different things and passports. Like months of preparation has gone into the holiday. Most of the people, you know, going on holiday, get there on plane. But, you know, there has to be some preparation. And it is in the natural. That happens in the natural. So, too, within our spirits, church. When we're about to step into busy for everything that God's put before you, we've got to have rest towards your busy. See, Jesus, he ran into um, his purpose. He ran into his assignment from a posture of rest from a place of allowing uh, his father to empower and anoint and set him up for everything that was about to take place. And I want to say it's the same for us. See, rest is not passive. Rest gives us space for us to receive downloads, strategy, wisdom. Rest gives us opportunity to gain vision and perspective. Rest gives us empowerment. Rest gives us fuel. Rest gives us the freshness that we need to go again, to step into everything that God has got for us. I want to say we've got to take time out to rest towards our busy. 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9 says, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness, so that Christ's power may rest on me. So we have to have a rest towards our busy. Allow the grace to rest on you. See, your grace that you need for your tomorrow will be in your tomorrow. But we've got to allow God to let His power rest on us so that we step into everything that God's got, fueled and equipped, anointed and empowered for everything that He's got to do. Jesus is rest towards your busy. There is a soul rest for you today. There is a soul rest when you understand that Jesus is your rest. That it's not a destination. That it's not an event or a program. It's not something that you can do, but it's about being with Jesus. You have to be relentless with creating space for Him. Like every day, finding a place where you can be in His presence. Like maybe it's on the way to work in the car. Maybe it's while you're brushing your teeth. I don't know when you're in the toilet. Whatever it takes to just be in His presence, to allow His peace to fall on you, to allow Him to restore you, to renew you, to allow His grace to come and empower you. I want to say that, you know, there are times when a takeaway is good, where a quick takeaway, a quick fix is better than nothing. But I also want to say that we want to make time to have that slow-cooked meal where it's just full of goodness, where we can let His presence just come and stew and seep into every part of our lives, full flavor, full nutrients, full of everything that we need. So make sure we take time to be in His presence. Take time to acknowledge Him, to lean into Him. 
to receive from Him all the downloads, all the wisdom. For some of you, you're trying to chase solutions to your problems and all you need to do instead of doing more work and striving over here and rushing around over here is simply be in His presence. And the Holy Spirit is going to give you the solution, going to give you the, the next step for your work, where it is you need to take, going to give you the answers, going to show you doorways, things to push, people to connect with, just by being in His presence. You won't find rest that satisfies anywhere else other than with Jesus, except for Him. He is your peace. He is your strength. He is your rock. He is your healer. He is your restorer. He is your comforter. He is your giver of life. He is your redeemer. He is your refuge. He is your empower. He is your provider. He is all you need. He is enough. For you today, you need to know that He is enough. That He is what you need. He is the rest you need. Why don't you stand to your feet and we're going to pray in a moment. I just want to say that our internal unrest will always come from a place of lack. When we lack something, maybe we don't have enough. Maybe we don't feel that we're enough, that we're inadequate, that somehow we don't measure up. We become anxious, we work, we strive, we try to strategize for that which we don't have. But when we come to Jesus, we realize that He is enough. So therefore, I am enough. And I wanna deal this morning with people's uh, internal unrest. I wanna ask you the question, where in your life have you got internal unrest? Where are you not rested? Where is the battles going on in your mind, in your soul? Maybe where you feel like you've got lack. And maybe for some of you in here, it is to do with you as a person. You feel like you don't measure up. You feel like you don't have enough, that you are not enough. And what we're going to do, we're going to just allow Jesus. We're going to rest in Jesus this morning to know that He is enough. He is enough. And we're going to sing this song, and it says, Jaira, you are enough. And I want us to sing this this morning as a declaration saying, Jesus, you are enough. You are all I need. You're the peace I need. You're the restoration that I need. You're the empowerment that I need. Jesus, you are enough. So come on, Abby, why don't you leave us for a moment? Thank you for listening to this audacious podcast. For any more information, visit us online, audaciouschurch.com. We'd love for you to join us at one of our campuses, Manchester, Chester, or online, every Sunday, 10 a.m. and 12 p.m. 